What was he rejecting? I know not the man. What was he, what was he rejecting? He rejected that Christ was the Messiah. I know not the man in cursing. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. If you are cursing, who is talking through you? Talk to me. Who is talking through Peter right now? The devil. In Matthew 16. In Matthew 16. In Matthew 16. When Christ asks the question, who do, not who do men, who do you say that I am? And what was Peter's response? You are the Christ, the son of the living God. And what was Christ's response? Flesh and blood did not reveal that unto you, but my, my, my father. So what we can say, Matthew 16 represents when, when we're in church. And a question is asked of doctrine, and we say, oh, here's the answer. Praise God for that brother. Good answer. Good answer, my sister. But Matthew 26 is in a court of law. Do you see it now? Matthew 16, there is no repercussion for the wrong answer or a denial, so he thought. But Matthew 26, he saw what the consequences would be to give the right answer, and he denied, I don't know the man. I don't know him. That means you can say and give the right answer today in church and have self-confidence. You're sleeping when you should have been praying. And when the crisis comes, you give the wrong answer. No, no, no. He didn't give the wrong answer. He denied the truth. Two different things, my friends. Two different things. He suppressed it. That means at that very moment, somebody took control of Peter's mind. And it began in Gethsemane when he should have been what? Praying. Watching and praying. Now, I'm going to give you John's account of this scene because John's account brought tears to my eyes. Go to John 18. Where are we going to, friends? Are you seeing anything else? Remember now, I may show you a book. I would never see all the sides. It's a different perspective of the same truth. What else do you see from that? Okay, go to John 18. Where are we going to, friends? Look at John 18. Go to verse 15. John 18, verse 15. And Simon, Peter... He came and he followed Jesus. And so did whom? Who is the another disciple? It's John, the beloved. That disciple was known to whom? That means John wasn't hiding who he was and his affiliation with Jesus. That's why they didn't ask John the question. But when you're trying to hide and to mingle with Babylon, you still stand out, as they would say, as a what? Colloquially, as a what? As a sore thumb. And because Peter's trying to hide, so who is hiding over there? Come on, brother. Where are you with him? Don't hide. Come back here. And this brought tears to my eyes. You said you'd stand with Jesus, but no, you're hiding, disassociating yourself from Jesus. 
And that's what many of us are going to do. Some of us, when we get around friends, we act as if what we used to believe and profess, those people are fanatics. Those folks, extremists. And God is saying, it's the same thing you would do to me when brought in straight places, in the councils. You would disassociate yourself. You come here, you say, praise God for truth. But as you go around your Sunday-keeping family members and also your friends who are nominal Seventh-day Adventists because you want to fit in, you deny the truth by word and practice. We are no different. And that brought tears to my eyes because I'm seeing myself. I'm seeing myself. All right, come back here. Verse 16. But Peter now, but Peter, no, verse 15, he was known of the high priest and went in with Jesus. What now? He went in with Jesus into the palace of the high priest. But, but, contrast, Peter stood at the door without, outside. Then went out that other disciple. Who is that now? So, so now John says, wait a minute, where's Peter? Peter, where are you? Oh, come on, Peter. Come on, man. Um, um, door, 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 doorkeeper. He's, he, he's with us. Peter, come on. Come on, Peter. Peter is Christ. Come on. Just imagine him calling Peter. Just imagine how Peter was walking. Who, me? Me? <laughs> and when I read the word, that's how I see it. Me? You mean me? Oh, Peter, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> then went out that other disciple, which was known unto the high priest. Why would John keep repeating that? He wasn't hiding. No. And speak unto her that kept the door and said what? Let Peter in. So when the maid saw that, look at verse 17. Then said the damsel, that kept the door unto Peter, art not thou also one of this man's disciples? And what did he say? No, 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 I'm not. Then why would John come and get you then? Huh? So John must have been talking to Peter and the, wait a minute, they're all together. Yes. Say more. Huh? On whose account? Oh, yes. Definitely. 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 And that's where I'm going. And that's why I actually played it out. Peter, come on it. Come on, Peter. Me? Do I, do I know you? Me? He's rejecting Matthew 24. Brother shall betray. Not hearing this thing, my friends. That's where I'm going with this. I'm like, Lord, me? I gotta see myself here. Because Peter thought, I'm with you, Lord. And John, uh, all throughout Christ's ministry, who walked together? 
Peter and John. Peter and John. After Christ severed John from James, you know, you know, two brothers. Peter and John. Peter and John. Peter and John. Peter and John. Andrew. John. Peter. Peter and John. And Peter rejected John as a brother. Who, me? And that's what many of us are going to do. May I read something for you? In Great Controversy, page 608, listen what this says. GC, page 608, it says that as a storm approaches, Sunday law, all right? As a storm approaches, a large class who have professed faith in the third angel's message, but have not been sanctified through obedience to God's truth, abandon their position and join the ranks of the opposition. By uniting with the world and partaking of its spirit, they have come to view matters in nearly the same light. And when the test, the what, friends? When the exam is brought, the inquiry, they are prepared to choose the easy, popular side. Listen now. Brother with brother, against brother. Men of talent and pleasing address who once rejoiced in the truth employ their powers to deceive and mislead souls. They become the most bitter enemies of their former brethren. And when Sabbath keepers are brought before the court, these men will turn us in. Peter, 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 what more can I say here? What more should I say here? Go to Mark 15 with me. Where are we going to, friends? And we have to see ourselves. We cannot hide from what is coming. I'm going to give you a reference. I want everyone to note this reference. Write down with me, kindly, write down with me, Last Day Events, page 209. Last Day Events, page 209, we are told, if God has ever spoken by me, the time will come when we'll be brought before councils and every one of us will have to give the reason of our faith. And then she says in closing, since that time is coming, we must study to know why we believe the truth we now advocate. It's coming. If God has ever spoken by me, that time is coming. We will all have to stand alone and give that testimony. All of us, all of us have to stand alone. Now, can I leave Peter alone for a minute? Let me go to Pilate. To whom? All right. Go to John with me. John chapter 18. Do you know that Pilate asked this question in verse number 33? Are we there? Verse 33, then Pilate entered into the judgment hall again and called whom? Jesus. And said unto Jesus, what's the question on the exam? So wait a minute now. Notice, the Jews never asked Christ, are you a king? Didn't ask him that. What they asked him? Come on, are you the Christ? All right. Notice, Pilate didn't ask Jesus, are you the Christ? Are you the king? Why those two? That is what Daniel 9, 25 says. Six to nine weeks 
until what time? What event? The Messiah, the Prince. What's Messiah? What is synonymous to Messiah? Christ. Prince. Prince. A king. So what was the doctrine on the exam? Daniel 9. You can't get around this. Okay. Pause right here. Let's go over there. Go there with me. Daniel 9. That was the exam. The churchman asked, asked Jesus, are you the Christ? That Christ. Pilate, are you the king? Messiah and prince. Where are we going to? All right. Look at verse 25. Okay. Seven to weeks, verse 24. Look at verse 25. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem unto whom? What two titles? Messiah, the prince. Pause right there. You got it, my friends. That was the examination. Messiah and prince. Now, 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 now. I really, I'm doing two things right here. One, do you realize I haven't dealt with this prophecy? I'm like just skipping around it. All I'm saying is, that's important. I talk some more. You see? That's important. I talk some more. That doctrine will be on the final examination. I talk some more. I'm not dealing with it. I'm just showing you how important it is for us to know this doctrine. Do you see it now, friends? It's going to be on your exam. Now, what do you do when the professor walks into class and say, I'm going to lecture you for the whole semester, but these things will be on your exam. What do you do? You put aside what's, you know, and you focus on the essential. You want to be succinct right there. Make sense, friends? All right. Okay. Come back here to John 18. Look at Pilate. The second thing is Pilate. I always wondered why Pilate asked, are you the king of the Jews? Because think about this. Since Christ was the king, was he only king of the Jews? So whose king was, was he also? Huh? Was Christ king of the Jews? Was he? Yes. Whose king also was he? Was he Caiaphas' king? Even though he rejected him. Was he Pilate's king? Yes. So when Pilate refused to believe that he was king of the Jews, he was saying, you are their king, but not my king. Do you see now? You are their king, but not my king. And when he began to parley with the Jews, Pilate, when he returned to speak to Christ, what happened? Christ silent. What happened to him? His probation was what? Closed. Friends, I'm finished now. I'm finished now. Let me stop, skip around this doctrine. How many ways have we gone through to prove this doctrine? How many ways? Five ways. A number of weeks ago, we covered the fifth one. I'm going to go back to the second way of proving this doctrine. And the reason why, hear me now, I could use the first way, the third, the fourth. Why the second? Because in this scene, it was the question, the false witnesses answer that bring us to the second way of proving this doctrine. I lost you there. You're like, what is he talking about? Do you remember in the hall of judgment 
when they could not find witnesses who would agree to say something and then cause Christ to be condemned and crucified? They brought false witnesses in. And what did they agree on? What point? What words did Christ mention three years before and now they brought it back and twisted it? What did Christ say three years earlier? Destroy this temple and in three days, I'm going to what now? I'm going to raise it up. And the false witnesses said, this man said, Pilate and Caiaphas, he would destroy our beautiful temple. He, no, no, no. Who today, the media say, destroy buildings and kill people? So what were they calling Christ? No, look at her shaking her head. I mean, in like, Lord, have, that's true. What were they calling Christ? A terrorist. A terrorist. What would they call us? GC 592, enemies of law and order. So now, in my last segment, let's show now the second way of proving these dates for this prophecy. Ready? When did G 